0: I was sitting at the front desk at Haven Pregnancy Services as I shared a time of prayer with our staff. Just as we said, amen, the phone rang. The woman on the line shared that she found our website when she searched for a way to stop the effects of the abortion pill. She said that she had already taken that first abortion pill dose that very day, but she changed her mind and was searching for a way to continue her pregnancy. Could we help her? Hello, and welcome to the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry Podcast. My name is Beth Bissonette, and I've been an Executive Director of a Pregnancy Resource Center for 23 years. I hope to educate, motivate, and inspire you, the pro-life Christian so that you can help to save and change lives for life and for Christ. Let's get into today's episode. As I asked this caller a few questions, I learned that she was actually located in Illinois. She was obviously too far away from us in New Hampshire to make a referral to our medical director. So I told her to contact abortionpillreversal.com. And they could give her a referral to a medical provider near her to receive abortion pill reversal treatment. Before I hung up the phone, I reassured her that she was making a great decision. And there is hope that she can continue her pregnancy if she quickly makes that phone call. Several days later, we received a second phone call from another woman located in Kentucky with the same desire to continue her pregnancy, and I shared the same information with her. Contact abortionpillreversal.com, and they will make a referral for you to see a medical provider close to you. Now, we, we often hear about a woman's right to choose, But most of the time, we only hear about a woman's right to choose to have an abortion, right? But what about a woman's right to choose life? That seems like a foregone conclusion, doesn't it? Of course, a woman has the right to choose life. But does she always have that right? Today, I'm going to talk about the growing trend toward restricting a woman's right to choose life by restricting her ability to reverse what's called a chemical or medication abortion, better known as the abortion pill. Let me also say that pregnancy resource centers, we don't provide abortion services or make referrals for them, so we don't have the abortion pill. First, I wanna give you a little bit of education about what the abortion pill is. I'm gonna read from the booklet Before You Decide created by the National Office of CareNet which many pregnancy centers use to share abortion information with women who come in so i'm going to quote now from the before you decide magazine quote the abortion pill also known as mifeprex or mifepristone or RU486 uses two drugs and is approved by the food and drug administration the fda for use in women up to 70 days or 10 weeks after their last menstrual period. However, it is used off-label beyond 10 weeks. It is the most common form of medical abortion. How does it work? It blocks the effect of the hormone progesterone, which is necessary for the continuation of pregnancy. The embryo's connection with the uterus is lost, eventually causing his or her death over the course of days, in most cases. The FDA-approved procedure requires a single office visit. Other visits are up to the abortion provider's discretion. During the first office visit, the woman is given mifepristone to swallow. 24 to 48 hours later, misoprostol tablets are taken. This may take place at home, or she may return to the clinic to take them. These tablets are placed inside the cheeks and given time to absorb. This drug causes cramping that expels the embryo or fetus. Cramping may be severe and bleeding usually lasts one to two weeks. It is possible that she may see identifiable parts expelled if she is beyond 8 weeks LMP. By 10 weeks LMP, the developing baby is over one inch in length with clearly recognizable arms, legs, hands, and feet. It is critical that follow-up occurs one to two weeks after taking the first pill to determine if the procedure is complete and to assess whether there are complications. The abortion provider decides the follow-up, which may consist of a phone call, a blood test, an in-office exam, and or an ultrasound. Typical side effects include abdominal pain, severe cramping, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, headaches, dizziness, fever, and chills. End quote. This is the information that we'll read to her if she's thinking about having an abortion and especially for taking the abortion pill. This is the reality of the abortion pill. Abortion proponents make it seem easy. Just take a few pills, you'll bleed for a little bit, and it will all be over. No big deal. But when women describe their experience of seeing their baby that they have expelled at home, it's quite traumatic. And any kind of an abortion is not a simple or easy thing to hear or do. Now, according to the Guttmacher Institute, In 2021, more than half of all abortions in the United States were medication abortions, using a combination of these medications, as I described to you in the booklet. Today, uh, abortion pills are available online and often only require a telehealth visit in order to get the pills prescribed, and then she will receive the pills in the mail. Or in states where abortion is still legal, which includes every state in the Northeast where I am, she can go to an abortion clinic and get the pills there. You heard me read that the abortion pill should be used up to 10 weeks in pregnancy. With only a telehealth visit, she's not receiving an ultrasound exam to determine the precise gestational age. And there's a significant chance that a woman could be much further along into her pregnancy beyond when she should be using the pills for an abortion. This is where the importance of the pregnancy clinic comes into play. At the pregnancy clinic or pregnancy resource center, she can receive a free pregnancy test and an ultrasound to determine gestational age. She can get information about what an abortion pill is and does and what the risks of taking those pills are. It's also very important that we perform a free ultrasound for her so she can know how many weeks pregnant she is and to make sure that she does not have an ectopic pregnancy, which is when the embryo grows outside of the uterus, such as in a fallopian tube. That's important information for her to have. Another vital role of the pregnancy center is to let women know that if she takes the first dose of abortion pills, and she changes her mind and decides to choose life, she can take steps to try to stop the effects of that first pill. This is called abortion pill reversal, or APR. Now, I've heard when I've talked to other people about this, many people are unaware that the abortion pill abortion may be reversed, and it's important for everyone to know. So this is what the women who called us from Illinois and Kentucky were asking for. What can she do to reverse the effects of her first abortion pill dose? And where can she get help and treatment? So I I referred these women to the APR website where they could find a medical provider close to them who could begin the APR or abortion pill reversal treatment. What is the treatment for APR? I'm going to quote from the abortion pill reversal website, quote, an ultrasound will be done as soon as possible to confirm heart rate, placement, and dating of the pregnancy. The doctor or another medical provider will prescribe progesterone given as a pill to be taken orally or vaginally or possibly by an intramuscular injection. The treatment will usually continue through the first trimester of pregnancy, end quote. It's important to note that if she has taken that first abortion pill dose, she needs to start the APR treatment or begin that progesterone within 24 and at the most 72 hours after taking that first abortion pill dose in order to have the best success in continuing that pregnancy. So it's important for us to be able to reach her quickly and she needs to be able to find the help that she needs in order to get the progesterone started and to get into medical treatment as soon as possible. If she receives progesterone during at least the first trimester of pregnancy, there's a very good chance that her pregnancy will continue. Next question. Do pregnancy clinics provide APR treatment? Some are able to do that. And we will always make a referral for a woman to receive APR treatment from a doctor willing to provide it. Now, it's important to note here that it's not like the pregnancy center nurse is going to all of a sudden provide her with a progesterone prescription and give it to her. That's not how this works. If a pregnancy center offers APR treatment, it's through their medical director, their doctor who prescribes that medication. If that pregnancy center clinic isn't able to provide her with APR treatment, we will refer her to a doctor who will do that for her. We're not just going to say, hey, here's a progesterone dose, go and be well and leave her high and dry. We are going to make sure that she's getting appropriate medical treatment because once she starts the progesterone, she needs follow-up. And if we connect her with a medical provider, they are going to do that for her. If a woman has already taken that first dose of the abortion pill and then changes her mind and decides not to take the second dose, plus actively chooses to reverse the effect of the first dose she took, should she have the right to change her mind and choose life? Well, some states want to take that right away. I'm recording this in November of 2023, and in some states, there has been a concerted legal effort to restrict a woman's right to receive APR information and treatment and or restrict certain health care providers, such as pregnancy resource centers. These laws are presently in varying processes of legal challenges. California, for instance, filed a new lawsuit against pregnancy centers accusing pregnancy clinics of fraudulent and misleading claims about abortion pill reversal. The California Attorney General claims that there's no scientific study proving the effectiveness of APR And this lawsuit aims to take away a woman's right to choose to receive APR treatment, which has been proven to be safe in pregnancy, is often used in cases of threatened miscarriage during pregnancy, and has not been known to cause birth defects. Let's clear one thing up. I recently had a conversation with an obstetrician who said that progesterone has been and continues to be used during pregnancies for women who could possibly be having a spontaneous miscarriage, with success in continuing the pregnancy. So let's not misunderstand this. The problem these states have isn't in the safety of the use of progesterone. They are only complaining about the use of progesterone in the process of reversing an abortion. There have not been a lot of studies done regarding how effective APR treatment is in continuing a pregnancy after taking that first dose of abortion pill. More studies need to be done, of course, and there certainly will be more. But let's look at one study that has been done. According to the NIH National Library of Medicine website, in regard to APR treatment, they said this in 2018, quote, intramuscular progesterone and high-dose oral progesterone were the most effective with reversal rates of 64% and 68% respectively. There was no apparent increased risk of birth defects. Conclusions? the reversal of the effects of mifepristone using progesterone is safe and effective, End quote. How do you like that? That's the NIH National Library of Medicine. Dr. George Delgado, who is the pioneer of abortion pill reversal protocol and treatment, he stated in August of 2023 that there are now between 1,500 and 2,000 doctors in the abortionpillreversal.com network. Our medical director, Dr. Joseph Ebner, is part of that abortion pill network. So when Haven Pregnancy Services gets a contact from somebody who has taken that first pill and wants to reverse it, we can connect her with Dr. Ebner and he will provide abortion pill reversal treatment and follow up with her in his office. Dr. Delgado also said that there have been approximately 4,500 incidences of abortion pill reversals and healthy babies born in 50 states and some 70 countries. So given what we know about the successful treatment and reversal of abortion pills, why should some states outlaw providing APR to women? Well, I'm not going to presume to know the answer to that, although I have some ideas. I'm going to leave that up to you. What do you think? Why do you think that certain states and legislators want to outlaw information and treatment for abortion pill reversal? Why would they want to prevent her from changing her mind and choosing life? One last point I want to make about pregnancy clinics and APR. Some states are trying to keep pregnancy clinics from providing online information about APR. The two women who contacted us at Haven Pregnancy Services about APR, they found our contact information via an online search. This is why it's so important for pregnancy centers to provide this online information so that women can know where to find help. This is what we do. And this is why abortion advocates want to take away our rights to do so. If you were unfamiliar with the fact that if a woman takes the abortion pill, it it may be reversed. She may have the opportunity to change her mind and choose life, if she gets APR treatment. Perhaps you didn't know that. Now that you do, let's share that information with others because it's a pretty fantastic piece of information. Because as we're being told, more and more pregnancies are ending because of the abortion pill rather than surgical abortion. I want to read an account of one young woman's experience with abortion pill reversal and the pregnancy center that helped her. I got this from the APR website, abortionpillreversal.com. Quote, my name is Liz and I am 23 years of age. While attending college, I began to get really sick and was having trouble keeping up with my classes. I decided to take a pregnancy test and to my surprise, it came out positive. I cannot deny that I was very upset and mad at myself. The first thing I did was to stay quiet about it while I decided what to do. I certainly did not want this child and was hoping the test was just a mistake. I was thinking about it for days and decided to terminate my pregnancy. I went into a clinic without anybody knowing and I paid the amount. I sat on the table and the doctor was explaining to me everything that was going to happen. I took a deep breath and swallowed the first pill. She told me that first pill was to stop the growth of the baby. So by some hours, it would even, wouldn't even would even have a heartbeat anymore. The next day, I would take another set of pills to expel the baby. The next day, I woke up very early in the morning and was thinking, what if the baby still had a heartbeat. I was very confused and started searching in the computer to see if there was a chance the baby still had a heartbeat. I wanted to have an ultrasound. I was searching for hours on the internet. Where could I find a place where I could have one done for free and discreetly? I found a pregnancy center online. I called and they told me I could go in anytime. I did not hesitate to come in. I met with a counselor, and after some questions, I let her know what was going on and what I had done. I only had that day to decide if I was going to take the rest of the abortion medication. She quickly called another doctor in and told me there was medicine I could take to reverse the effects from the medicine I had taken the day before. I did not know this at all. They made me feel comfortable and safe, and they were such great ladies that did not judge me at all. I asked them if it was possible to have the ultrasound done. I was sure that the baby had not made it through that first medication. But to my surprise, when they showed me the screen, the baby's heartbeat was still very strong. I could not stop my tears. They quickly made calls all over to check if there was a doctor could see me that same day to give the medication for the baby's growth. I then told my mom what I had done with the abortion medicine and, and she began to cry. I told her how I found the pregnancy center and how well they had treated me and how they told me that there were positive options to continue my pregnancy. I told her how the pregnancy center had made calls so a specialist could see me right away to give me medication to continue the pregnancy. That afternoon, my mom went in with me to the appointment, and I started taking the medication. Today, my son is now three weeks old and is one of the best gifts I have received along with my first child. If, I, if it wasn't for the help of this pregnancy center, I would have been very lost. I really didn't know there were options to save my pregnancy. I made the right choice to go to them and tell them how I felt and how bad I wanted to just be happy. They are like family to you and will listen to you carefully no matter what the situation is. I am very glad I went to them for help. There is help there for women who are confused and feel lonely. For me, the help that the Pregnancy Center has given me is the best. I didn't feel alone, and I knew that if I had a question, I would not hesitate to call them. With the help of the Pregnancy Center, my decision to keep my child has been the best, and I am truly happy for it. There is a new light in my home that brings a smile to everyone in my family, and I would not change it for the world. End quote. This is yet another way that pregnancy resource centers and pregnancy clinics support a woman's right to choose life. And you can be a part of all of that today please support your local pregnancy center and contact them to join their prayer list, volunteer your time, or support them with a financial donation. Thank you so, so much for spending time with me again today. I really, really appreciate it. And for those of you who've been shooting me encouraging texts and emails saying that a certain episode touched you or meant something to you, I appreciate that because that's what I want. I want God to use this podcast to touch and change lives so that you will turn around, support your local pregnancy center, and see lives saved and changed for Christ. Thanks again. And remember, your life is precious.